Welcome to Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded Podcast. The Way of Life. Being. Notes of Lectures Delivered in Scandinavia, 1904. By J. Boyd. Revised. London, G. Morish, 20, Paternoster Square. 1906. Send out thy light and thy truth, Psalm chapter 42 verses 1 to 2, Psalm chapter 43 verse 3, and 1 John chapter 5 verses 19 to 28. Before the world was. The thought of God was to have a universe of intelligent beings rejoicing in the knowledge of himself perfectly revealed. This was his object in building the fabric of the universe. The universe was built by Christ. He is the one person of the Trinity that is said to be the Creator, and he is called the Word of God because it is by him that God gives expression to the thoughts of his heart. All things were made by him, and creation brought to light the power and divinity of God. All things were made by the Word of God, but the Word of God is that which gives expression to all his thoughts and counsels and to all the love of his heart, so that his creatures might live forever in the light of that revelation. The whole universe will yet be lighted up with the glory of God, it will be the house of God in its largest thought. According to Hebrews chapter 3, the house of God will yet comprise all things, but before that day comes we are the house of God. The house of God is where he dwells and where he is known and enjoyed. The whole universe and every redeemed soul will one day rejoice in the clear light of God fully revealed. When we think of what God is as revealed to us in Christ, and when we think that the vast creation of God will yet be enlightened by this glorious radiance, what joy it gives our hearts. The light today is confined to the church, God dwells in his people, they are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit, but the day is coming in which that light will be universal. We get the thought of God's house in the Old Testament, because it was his great desire to dwell with men. The psalmist said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord, Psalm chapter 122, and again, blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee. Psalm chapter 84. In Christ the Creator has come into his creation. It had existed many thousand years as his handiwork before he took part in it, and when he did come into it, it was not in the form of a mighty angel, but in the form of man. And he has come into it to fill it with the light of his love. There is no unfallen or redeemed creature who will not get the benefit of this advent of the Creator into his creation. The angels, though not the subjects of redemption, I speak of the elect angels, will get the benefit of God revealed in love. Peter says the angels desire to look into the grace of which men are the objects. They cannot be otherwise than interested in the revelation of God. Now the light in which God has drawn near to man in Christ is attractive to the heart. It does not repel the poor sinner. It may, and will, be hated by the proud and by the self-righteous, but it is attractive to the wretched and the weak. The publicans and sinners drew near to hear him. We find the worst and lowest type of sinner drawing near to hear Jesus. However sinful the soul might be, Jesus was always attractive. We see it in the woman of the city, who sought him in the house of the Pharisee, Luke chapter 7, or the poor Samaritan, John chapter 4, who expected others to find the same attraction in him that she did. He told her all that ever she did, but that did not frighten her away. The men of the city also were greatly attracted by him, and besought him to abide with them, and he abode with them two days. Thus we see how attractive the light of God in Christ was to those who had no character to lose and no reputation to maintain. The proud priests and Pharisees rejected him, because the light exposed their hypocrisy and deceit, and the publicans and the harlots went into the kingdom before them. Until Christ came it could be said, no man has seen God at any time. Yet bright rays of divine light shone through the gloom into the hearts of men and where those bright rays got an entrance a great longing for more light was created. Moses was a man greatly favoured of God, and God spoke face to face with him, but the light with which he was so greatly favoured of God only made him cry out for more.
He says, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Moses wanted the perfect light of God. This is what is meant by his face. God answers him, no man can see my face and live. The meaning of that is that no one could meet God in the revelation of himself. If God had revealed himself to Moses, he must have given Moses to know his hatred of sin, and how could Moses have stood before him had he let loose his wrath against sin? But God showed him his back parts. Moses never saw his face while upon earth, but even a sight of his back parts made the skin of his face to shine. Here the heart of the psalmist pants after God, as the heart pants after the water brooks. He longs for the moment when he shall come and appear before God. How he is brought into the presence of God is found in the next psalm, O send out thy light and thy truth, let them lead me, let them bring me to thy holy hill, and to thy tabernacles. The light and truth of God are what lead the heart to himself. These things have come to us in Christ. God was in Christ. The flesh of Christ was the veil behind which God was while Christ walked the earth, and through which the Godhead glory shone brightly. But it was in the death of Christ that God came out to man in his full and perfect light. In the death of Christ the veil was rent, and God was perfectly declared. But this coming out of God was the end of man after the flesh. Therefore it is easy to understand the answer of God to Moses, No man can see my face and live. The revelation of God was in the cross of Christ. And that was the removal of the sinner from before him in judgment. At the same instant, and by the same means, judgment upon man was executed and the love of God declared. This is what leads us to himself, we go into God by the way in which he came out to us. He came out to us in the refusal of the flesh, and we go into him in the refusal of the flesh also. In his death the heart of God has been made known, but the believer can say, I am crucified with Christ. It is important that we should learn that these two things have taken place together. The judgment and removal of all that I am as a child of Adam, and the revelation of the love of God. The love of God is declared in this, that God gave his Son to bear that judgment. This is surely very attractive, the light is sweet. In this world we have the light of the sun, but it does not lead us to itself. The light comes to us where we are, and it warms and comforts us, but it does not lead us from earth to heaven. But the light and truth of God lead us to himself. We have boldness for entering into the holiest. The psalmist speaks of being led to God, his exceeding joy, and to praise him upon the harp. Well may we exclaim, Blessed are they that dwell in thy house, they will be still praising thee. When the light and truth of God will have filled the whole universe, everything that has breath will say. Hallelujah! God has come out to us to bring us to him. He came out to the sinner, as we get in the parable of the prodigal, but the way in which he reached us has been through the cross. And that has made an end of all that was sinner about us. The prodigal went in in a new character, he went in in the best robe, the shoes and the ring, and the sinner goes in in Christ. He goes in in God's best, and God's best is Christ. We put on the character of Christ by getting our hearts acquainted with God. Of God we are in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. We are in Christ as born of God, and it is only the man born of God that can draw near to God. And this is brought about by the light and truth of God getting into our souls. We know that we are of God, and we are fit to draw nigh to him. And we know that the Son of God has come. It has become to us something more than report. We know that the sun is risen when his bright beams shine upon us from a cloudless sky. We know it by the fact that we are in the light that it has brought to us, and because we enjoy its warmth and the comfort that it brings. And it is in this way we know that the Son of God has come. He has brought the light and truth of God to us, and not only this, but he has opened our eyes to take in the heavenly radiance. The blind man spoken of in the Gospel of John had grown up to man's estate in the gloom of midnight. The sun shone every day. 
but it was no good to him as light, though he felt the warmth of its beam. The one who made the sun and placed it in the heavens to gladden the eyes of men was the only one who could open his eyes to see it. And this is the one who brought the light of God into the world, and who has opened our eyes to enjoy it. He has given us an understanding, that we may know him that is true. We do not need to be told who it is that is true, we know that it is none other than God himself. He wants us to know him. He is the only one who attracts by the revelation of himself. We do not desire to be too well known by our fellows. We have to keep back much, because we know it is not to our honor, and people leave us when they get to know too much about us. And the power of Satan is destroyed when he is detected. But God attracts to himself and gets the confidence of men by making himself known. And the better we know him, the more are our hearts drawn out to him in confidence and love. Next, we are in him that is true. That is, as partaking of the divine nature, and that means that we are true ourselves. As of God we could not be anything else but true. There is nothing true about the flesh, but our true selves is what is of God in us. This is the true God and eternal life. We see his face, and it has not been death to us, it has been eternal life. We should never have seen life had he not revealed himself to us in the person of his Son. Everything else is an idol from which we are to keep ourselves.